Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello listeners and welcome to episode 27 of the From the Finney podcast. This week's episode and possibly next week's as well will be a little bit different. I'm having some work done at home at the moment, my whole house is being rewired, then we've got a plasterer coming in and anything else off the back of that I'm not sure yet. But yeah, uh, living out of two houses at the minute and it's a bit tough to find the time or the space to be honest with a few dogs and it's yeah, it's tough to find the time and the the sort of quiet space to record so yeah we've got george ollie and jimmy in the form of voice notes this week as i said a little bit different but hopefully you enjoy it nonetheless on the day of release of this episode um monday the 7th it's ryan lowe's two-month anniversary in charge at north end and while obviously it could have gone better if we'd have won more games obviously that goes without saying i don't think anyone could have envisioned a better start, you know, nine games played in the league, four wins, four draws, one defeat. But it goes deeper than that. It goes goes down to, you know, the, the levels in the club that it goes, it goes deeper than that. It goes, you know, it comes down to the fans, the people at the club, the players, the manager. He's, he's come in and he's unified us as a club it feels like and now we're we're heading in the right direction and long may it continue um i'll be putting a tweet out so if you're listening to this i'd love it if you could reply to the tweet and just sort of give us your five words summing up ryan lowe's two months in charge so far um but yeah i'll hand you over to george george here just back from a disgusting drive home through some ridiculously torrential rain but a drive made sweeter by Preston North End's win at Hull. Another brilliant away day under Ryan Lowe. Uh, fans loved every minute of it. Was jealous of the away end again. Looked absolutely class in there. And it was a real party atmosphere from about half two through to the full-time whistle. And then we got all that fist pump celebrations afterwards. Um, just brilliant to see the way North End went about it. 1-0 win away from home, clean sheet, Archer getting on the score sheet, pretty much ticked every box. I, I never really felt like Preston were going to throw the win away. I was pretty confident they'd see it over the line, kind of hoping they could get that second goal and kill the game and it'd be a sort of relaxing last 10 minutes, but they were never really troubled by Hull too much. North End looked organised from, from the start, carried a threat from the start with Reese and Archer looking much better than they did the last time they played together. 
thought they caused whole problems. Archer especially could have had one in the first half. Um, two good shots that he worked himself really. Um, but when the third one came along and he took it down like he did, you, you were just waiting for the net to bulge because he's that type of player that you just if he's in front of goal, you'd stick your house on him finishing it because he's just he's just got that air of class about him, that Premier League touch and brilliant pass from Whiteman. Archer brought it down and what a moment for him again in front of the away fans. Um, North End had Daniel Everson to thank. And we've not not the first time we've said that since he's been at the club. The save to keep Tom Eves out in the first half was just ridiculous, really. Um, I, pff, he just makes himself big, doesn't he? Um, it's a bullet header, and I just can't. I don't know how he kept that out, to be honest. But that was the platform. I think it woke North End up a bit, um, and from from that moment, they sort of seized the initiative and. I thought they played really well. I thought it was a proper team performance. Uh, big three points. The season is still alive and it's going to take a, a good run of consistent results for North End to put some pressure on that top six. But when you see them go away to a, a team in form like Hull and win it in that manner, I thought the, the, strong, the starting eleven looked really strong today and everyone, to a man, contributed to the win. Um, and this is what We've missed really um, this feeling of following North End up and down the country. Um, you know when football was behind closed doors. This is what people were desperate to get back for, and no, no sort of slight on previous the previous regime, but it's a good place to be right now, North End, and the way the team's playing, the results they're picking up, the manager has gone down fantastically well with the fans. The players are all buying into it, and. You just sort of, as soon as one game finishes, you're looking forward to the next because that's what Ryan Lowe's built so far. So, on to Huddersfield, enjoy Hull for a few days. Brilliant away day, brilliant away performance. Um, Cameron Archer, the man of uh, the man of the moment. Hi guys, hope you're well. Ollie here. Um, just sending a quick voice note in because I think Jake's missed the Sunday podcast for the first time in about three years, which is a great effort to be fair, Jake. Um, just looking back on yesterday's game at Hull, um, obviously still abroad at the minute, but managed to find a perfectly legal stream to watch the game. Um, I expected it to be a good game, to be fair, going into it. Obviously, they've just changed manager, um, but Grant McCann was probably harshly sacked in my eyes. Got some good results recently, plays good football, develops players, uh, but obviously they've gone down the different route with the Turkish ownership. Um, so, you know, I think that was his first home game. Um, or one of his first games so quite a tough game on paper got some good players Keen Lewis Potter's great player um, got a decent bit of quality all over the pitch I think Jacob Greaves one of the best left footed centre backs in the league uh, Dishon Bernard on loan from United as well as very good centre back um, so I expected a tough game but I've managed to see quite a lot of North End recently um, and I think we've been playing fairly well look to be settled into a fairly decent rhythm um, I think Ryan Lowe's mentioned it's sort of 60% what he wants and I think you can see that 60% in probably two months is quite a big development um, so players looking more comfortable um, and yeah I thought I was quite confident going into the game to be fair I was confident going into the Millwall game obviously Ben Whiteman penalty miss but then I was confident again going into yesterday despite the, the quick turnaround um, to be fair to Lowe I think he's rotated fairly well obviously Archer dropping in and dropping out 
Same with Ched. Obviously, Emil's got to start games. I know we, we had this conversation in our From an Affinity group chat uh, last week. I think Emil Reese has just simply got to start games while he's fit. Um, 17, 16, 17 goals in all comps. Absolutely lethal when you get him around the box. Obviously, he's quite quiet apart from that sometimes. I think yesterday he was fairly quiet, but yeah, for me, he's got to start. Um, and then obviously the wing-backs, Potts and Cunningham, I thought they were fine again yesterday. So, yeah, first half was very end-to-end. I expected it to be an open game, both playing back threes. Um, obviously, Longman playing right wing-back for Hull, who's who was basically an attacker at Wimbledon last season. Um, so very open on the right-hand side. Um, Jacob Greaves, left centre-back, steps in quite a lot uh, to the second line to help develop play, a bit like Ben Davis used to. So I think you could clearly see North End were trying to get down the sides of Hull quite early. Um, so, you know, Emily Reese, obviously that's his bread and butter getting into channels, but I think Cameron Archer struggled slightly first half. I think he's very zippy. Uh, I think he's got good burst of pace over 10 yards, but over sort of 50, 60 yards, I think he lacks the running power. Obviously, his age is not the biggest. Um, so I thought he struggled in that respect to penetrate from sort of deeper areas. But I thought North End obviously created a fair bit, hit the bar, hit the post, um, got into good areas relatively easily. Um, could have switched the ball quicker, I think, uh, to sort of exploit the 1v1s out wide. But saying that, Cunningham and Pats aren't particularly valuable 1v1 attackers. Um, so I think wing-back, like everyone sort of said, is definitely somewhere we're going to look in summer. You know, obviously, Ola Sunday's not been in the squad since his since his game, I think it was at Swansea. Um, so he's obviously dropped out, doesn't look to be that much in contention at the minute. And obviously, Cunningham's kept his plays ahead of Earl. Um, so yeah, first half, obviously, they had a couple of chances. Tommy should really score. It's an amazing save from Everson, which has become his bread and butter, making unbelievable world-class saves in the championship, which is absolutely ridiculous. But Eves got ahead of, I think it was Bauer far too easily, should score. Um, so you got a bit of luck in that sense. And just I think Bauer's been a little bit patchy in recent weeks. I think it's the first time he's sort of going through a dip in form since coming back from injury. Um, obviously, the style of play, so he's having to do more isolated defending. With Sepp obviously stepping up and Husey stepping up as well quite aggressively. Obviously the wing backs are high. Bauer's got a bit more space to cover behind. Um, sort of sweeping side to side. I don't think he's particularly comfortable doing that. Um, he's not a great 1v1 defender. I think we saw that in the channel, in the left channel, in Hull's left channel. So our right channel yesterday he got drawn out. Didn't really get close to the player to block the shot or the cross. Um, so just getting caught a little bit and obviously... Got caught wrong side for Eves' chance. So that's just something to look at. Obviously, he dropped out for Lindsay the other day. Obviously, much much better player than Lindsay. But, you know, on a normal basis, would he have dropped out? I'm not too sure. But you could say he's being managed. Um, so, yeah, they had, that's what Everton's there for. But it's, a, it's an amazing save. Um, and then I thought North End just always were going to have another couple of chances um, with the quality. I think if you actually look at the quality, Reese, Everson, Vandenberg, Archer, Whiteman, you know, that's, that's, I'd say them five players could probably get in most championship squads or 11s, really. Obviously, Archer's fairly unproven, but you can see his instinct, his core strength with his back to goal. He anticipates contact well. 
He's got a low centre of gravity just to hold off players. He can spin players like we saw for his shot that uh, hit the post. Um, so he's, he's very strong. He's, he's sharp over the first few yards. His movement's outstanding on the blind side of the defenders. Look at the cross yesterday. Um, look at Whiteman's cross. Look at where Archer's standing on the blind side of the centre-back. Greaves is playing him on side. He's looking across the line. He's timed it. Weak foot to control the ball. Right foot instinctive finish and he just shoots so quickly. Shoots hard and low as well, uh, which is a good trade to have. So Archer's looking outstanding. Obviously been dipped in and out. I think that's two starts, two goals. Obviously got four appearances in total. Come off the bench and score at West Brom. I'd start him again in midweek. Um, I think he's looking outstanding. So great goal. Ben Whiteman facing forward in the final third. The technique on that assist is absolutely incredible as well. Um, on the half volley to manipulate the ball like that. Doesn't really get in the final third as often for North End as he did for Doncaster, but when he's in the final third, so incisive, sees the little passes, got great vision and can execute it better than probably anyone in the squad. So obviously went 1-0 up. I think the disallowed goal, obviously I, there was another game that was quite controversial about this the other day, Man United game. Don't particularly know the rules. I think the rules are different in Belgium where I am at the minute. So slightly confused as... I think if, if Brown doesn't score the goal, if I'm correct, if Brown handballs it mistakenly and then lays it off and it's a goal. But I think because he scores directly, it's disallowed. So uh, not too sure on the rules. They don't really make any sense. But to react the way we did, uh, I think the crowd spurred him on. You could hear the crowd on the on the stream. The away fans were so loud. And I think they're really buying into what Ryan Lowe's doing. Obviously, love the Ryan Lowe celebration at the end again, which is becoming his thing. Um, as long as we keep getting results, he can keep doing that for me. Um, so yeah, another good performance. Um, putting together a little run, it's it a pretty nice little run. Shame that Whiteman's penalty didn't go in the other night because, you know, we'll be properly in and around it. I think we said on the group chat, um, or I said to one of the lads, probably going to need like seven, eight wins in ten to get in and around the playoffs or just to be in contention. I think it's going to come down to as well, beating teams above us. Um, which we do have the capability to do, as we've shown, gone to Bournemouth, gone to West Brom, played well. Um, you know, we beat some other teams in and around us. So it's going to come down to that. But it's going to take an absolutely tremendous run. Um, I think the squad is quite thin, even though there's been a bit of rotation. Lindsay coming in, Ola Sunday in and out, Chad Evans in and out. Obviously, McCann came in yesterday, Earl Cunningham. But obviously... I think the wide centre-backs are the big one for me. Hughes and Sepp have just absolutely nailed them spots down. Ideal. More full-backs, really, than centre-backs. Ideal for that wide role. Um, and, yeah, so it's just going to be about balancing the squad out. Um, obviously, nice to have DJ back. I think you could even tell he was on the pitch for a limited amount of time, but just in that little half-space on the left, getting in there, attacking that area. I think we've done well to cover his absence. Bit of rotation. I think Alan Brown's playing well. McCann's playing okay, did okay yesterday. Whiteman's playing really well. Reese and Archer playing well. Um, so we've got players in good form. Um, so hopefully carry that on. Um, you know, a few big games coming up. Um, it's just about recovery. Obviously, big game on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Huddersfield in good run of form. Really good coach. I love Carlos Cobra. We've got them playing really well. Got some good players. Coroma, Colwell. So they're going to be a really good attacking threat. But similar today, I think they're the kind of team you can expose. I think we saw that last season. I think Alex Neal was still in charge. Um, 
real end-to-end game on the edge of your seat stuff. So probably similar to yesterday. Um, so I think I'm going to be on Deepdale for the first time in about three years for that one. Uh, Travelling back today. I'm buying into Ryan Lowe. I think everyone else is. Um, as long as we keep getting results, playing good football, I think you'll see the crowd start coming back and just really getting behind the players because it is very far-fetched, but four or five wins out of the next six, seven games and we'll probably be in and around it. Obviously, teams have got game in hands now. We've caught up quite quickly, but we'll just see what happens um, and then probably be looking in a good place for summer, whatever happens. Obviously, talked about this yesterday, but Vandenberg probably going back, Iverson, Archer, that's three quality players going back. Um, I think North End have fair play to them. They have shown ability to use the loan market this season better than probably they have done previously. So probably something to look at next season. But yeah, great result. Travelling fans like they had a class day out again. Um, hopefully no injuries picked up. So yeah, on to, on to Wednesday. Really excited and see you soon, guys. Morning all, hope you've all had a good weekend um, and a good week. Um, obviously Jake's unavailable today, so we're uh, doing the podcast a little bit differently. Um, it's probably beneficial, to be honest, for me, because it means I'm not sat around for an hour and a half nattering um, on quite a busy Sunday. So, yeah, the thoughts on the week and I suppose what's coming up this week and weekend in particular, big trip to Peterborough um, on Saturday on the horizon and a... Well, could say a massive game um, this midweek against Huddersfield on, on Wednesday night at Deepdale. So something we can all hopefully look forward to. I suppose we'll start with Tuesday night. Um, God, Millwall's a long way away, isn't it? Um, we drove down, to, um, same with Solly, parking at Stanmore and then getting the uh, the tube into London Bridge and then the train back out to South Bermondsey. A bit nice scram. It's quite feeling all right. I thought we'd get something from the night and... You know, I think when you watch the game, it wasn't a great spectacle, was it, if we're completely honest? Um, I think the only things that really happened in that first half was Chad Evans getting verbally abused by 90% of the stadium and, you know, a, a big save by by Daniel Iverson, which has been sort of the tale of the week, really. Um, I thought it was a game of very few chances, you know, obviously we've had the penalty, which is a penalty for me. You know, I think Ched's had one in the corner before, and he's had, you know, their lads had all of his shirt, and the rest just missed it. Which, to be fair, I thought Kevin Fenn had a great game on Tuesday night, and then Ched obviously mentioned it to him, obviously in a Ched manner in terms of protesting the decision, and the corner come in, and guys got full arms all over Hughes goes down penalty all day long so don't think anybody could debate the decision that was to give the penalty Whiteman's hit it too well more than anything I thought Ben Whiteman's been great this week I thought he had a good game Tuesday night and I thought he had an excellent game yesterday Um, probably looked a little bit tired you know we've probably seen that with the three changes that the manager made in terms of bringing Liam Lindsay in bringing McCann into the fold um, and obviously Ched starting the game so you know I don't think anyone had any complaints with the team itself so look it was one of those where take the point take a clean sheet you know it was our second in in three games which is I suppose the building blocks to get where we want to be in the league so you know that's something that 
I think I'm really pleased with at the moment, you know, in terms of that we are looking better defensively, especially over the last few games. So Liam Lindsay came in, did a good job, had his hands full with the phobia at times, but you know what, he came through the test really well and you know, you gotta sort of take your hat off to him, you know, coming in. And then he put Pat back in yesterday who had an all that game as well. So yeah, Millwall, long way. Um glad of the point. Don't have to go again until next season. Hopefully we won't have to go to next season if um if we put a run together, but we'll wait and see on that front and in bed just before three o'clock. So yeah, all good on that front. And then yesterday, I thought we were you know what, first fifteen minutes we have been absolutely played off the park. You know, we looked leggy, we looked tired, we just couldn't get ourselves going and Hull with I suppose all the changes that's happened at their football club over the past two or three weeks in terms of new ownership, new manager, they just had that little bit of spark about them. And, you know, we looked very leggy to, to start with. But full credit to the players, the manager, the staff, because after that, after the weather, the storm, that first 15, 20 minutes, I thought we were great. Um, obviously, we've had the two chances where we've hit the bar and then Reese's efforts come off the line. You think, oh, how's that not going in? And then they, they literally go down the other end two minutes later and... Daniel Iverson doing Daniel Iverson things once again. Um, no right to even make the save. And, yeah, that's probably as big a save as the one at Bournemouth back in November with his legs. Um, you know, everyone says he's no good with his feet. Well, he showed that yesterday. He's he's more than capable of saving shots with his feet. It might not be fantastic at playing out yet, but I think his distribution's all right. Yeah, his, his long balls can be a little bit wayward, but... I think when Josh Earl's on the pitch, then you've got a, a larger target on the left-hand side for a long ball. When you've got Greg and Potsy, it's yeah a little bit more difficult in terms of retaining possession from long balls, but I'm not going to bore people with that today. I think you've just got to look at what he's done in the past, well, 12 months since Daniel Iverson came to the football club and he's kept us in so many games. Um, yeah, he's essential for me at this moment in time and you know we'll have to see what happens after the summer in terms of whether it's another loan or whether we go elsewhere in terms of the goalkeeping department because you know Conor was out of contract Matt Hudson's out of contract Ollie Lombard is with an option on him but nowhere near the first team and then Deck we just don't know where Deck is do we obviously sounds like he's had a recurrence of this knee injury don't know how serious it is but he's got 12 months left on his deal and we could be in a position come the summer where we need three goalkeepers which isn't really ideal, but we have to make the most of that situation. Um, yeah, and then second half yesterday, we just started well, didn't we? Obviously, Brown's goals disallowed, which is the correct decision because if he's if he passes the ball to somebody else because it's an accidental handball, then potentially it is a goal if we score that chance. But because he's put the ball in the net by the letter of the law, it is the correct decision. Um, and then literally within two minutes we score. Um, terrific ball by Whiteman. Archer, touch, bang. You know, that's perfect. Cameron Archer, I thought it led the line really well yesterday. Obviously hit the post first half as well deflect with a deflected effort. Um, I think if it doesn't take the deflection, it probably hits the back of the net. But, you know, he led the line really well yesterday. I didn't realise how strong he was. He's like a little ox. You know, he's just so upper body strength, you know, for a kid of his age really really impressive um so thought he was good but you know big shout out to the back four if you include daniel iverson i thought andrew hughes has just been a revelation this season at left center half 
think he's been absolutely fantastic. It's probably one of his best games yesterday as well. Um, George gave him a 9 out of 10 in the, on Lanks Live and, yeah, fully deserved of it. I thought Bauer and Sepp, I thought Sepp had a shaky first 15 minutes but came into the game after that really, really strongly. So, yeah, just another good away day under Ryan Lowe. I think all the stats, all the talk after the game, it just speaks it for itself. There's just a, such a good feeling around the club. Um, we're shooting more, we're getting more shots away in the box, playing more passes, playing less long balls, and the long balls we're playing, we're still completing at a high percentage, you know, 42% nearly of long balls completed under Ryan Lowe, you know, compared to 37 under Frankie and similar numbers under Alex Neal as well. So, yeah, just a lot of positive signs um, at the club at the minute. We've just got a big week ahead of us. Um, Huddersfield, obviously, in the top six at this moment in time. It's a big game, you know, and when we're coming up into a part of the season where we've got, what, 16 games left of the, year, of the, of the campaign, if you want to get in the playoffs, you're probably going to have to pick up two points a game. If you beat a team in the playoffs at this moment in time in Huddersfield, puts you in a good position where I know every team around us has got games in hand, but you've got to win your games in hand ultimately to and put the points on the board. So, look, it's completely out of our hands in terms of playoff aspirations, but we can only do what we can do on the pitch. I think two points a game gets us about to 74, which I think is probably on the low side, if I'm honest with you. But, look, stranger things have happened. It's football at the end of the day, and we've got an opportunity to really push on in the second half of the season. It's just a shame about the first 20 games or whatever it was that we just lacked any sort of structure and, you know, passage of play and we just looked like a very average side. But you can see from the, what, 10 games now under Ryan Lowe, I think he's won four, drawn four, one, uh, lost one in the league and then lost that one cup game away at Cardiff in you know a behind closed doors game so you've got to bear that in mind as well it completely took away from the spectacle that it could have been you know games behind closed doors are just an absolute joke really um, and hopefully we're the right side of Covid now so we won't have to sit, experience one of those again so yeah and then obviously we're going to Saturday's game away at Peterborough um, I seen they beat QPR yesterday in the FA Cup but I don't think you can really read too much into FA Cup games and, and results because like we've seen yesterday with, with Plymouth taking Chelsea to extra time and Kidderminster nearly beating West Ham and then having two sucker punches in injury time can't really read much into that to be honest you know there's 120 odd places between Kidderminster and West Ham you know the, there's that many places between them for a reason so yeah just looking forward to this week Um It'd be great if we can get six points off it. If we get four, then I'd prefer to beat Huddersfield and then draw with Peterborough um, just to cut that little bit of a gap. You know, if we can cut the gap between us and Huddersfield to four points by beating them on Wednesday night, yeah, I really believe that it could be on. Um, I said it after the Stoke game that I think it's on, but we just have, we're a different team under Ryan Lowe, completely different side. Um, so, yeah, let's just wait and see what this week brings. Then, obviously, very grateful of a, a week off between games. I think we've gone Saturday, Tuesday for too long now. I don't think we've had a proper week off since probably the Stoke, the game between Stoke and Cardiff. Maybe Cardiff at Birmingham game. You know, we've played 
too many games. I think it's seven games in the past 21 days. So we just look a little bit tired. Probably just need a week off. So looking forward to that between the Peterborough and Reading games. And then obviously we go again then but with Forest midweek and then Coventry, uh, the last game of the month, which again, another big game considering they're a point behind us currently. But they've got three games in hand on us. So could do with uh, putting a bit of breathing space between us and those sort of teams if we've got aspirations of making the top six so no I've waffled on apologies I hope everyone has a good week and um, yeah here's for another productive week cheers fellas uh, yeah that that brings to an end episode 27 of the From the Finney podcast like I said a bit different hopefully you've enjoyed it hopefully you've learned something and yeah it's it's a completely different feel about the club at the minute under Ryan Lowe long may it continue and as Jimmy's just said you know it's another big week for the club the last of uh, a sort of batch of midweek and weekend games back to back and you know I've no doubt the the lads and the staff and the everyone at the club are looking forward to having a midweek off um, without a game so yeah thank you very much for listening as I usually say at the start of every episode if you head over to supporter.acast.com forward slash from the finney um, you can make a donation to help sort of keep us running and uh, that'll go towards the running costs of the, the website and the podcast. Uh, I'll be bringing back the website probably the week of no midweek game. Um, you know, like I said, at, at the start, I'm, I'm sort of in between two slash three houses, if you include my missus being back at her mum and dad's. So, yeah, just got a lot on my plate at the minute. Um, but, yeah, thanks as ever for tuning in. And we'll we'll hand over to Reese to play us out with our single wise man. Enjoy. Hi, this is Reese E, and you've been listening to From the Finney Podcast, and you can now hear our single, Wise Man. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the town end. Peace and love.